From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, December 30th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. Ohio is nearing 41,000 deaths from the coronavirus since the pandemic began nearly three years ago. The state health department puts the number at 40,928. 86% of them were age 60 and over. That's more than 35,500 of them. Ohio is still averaging more than 10 deaths per day from COVID. The CDC's latest COVID map is out for Ohio. 17 counties have high transmission rates, 55 counties are at medium, and 16 have low transmission. As for Ohio's bigger cities, Dayton is at a high level. Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, Toledo, and Akron are all medium. COVID-19 has always been the hardest on Americans over age 60, and that continues. Here's ONN's Tracy Townsend. New data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention shows the hospitalization rate for seniors rose over Christmas. It's at its highest point since February. Health experts say a spike is likely coming for COVID and respiratory viruses, including RSV and the flu, after holiday gatherings. I'm Tracy Townsend. The Akron Teachers Union filed a 10-day notice to strike yesterday. Emma Henderson has more. Violence and lack of protection are two of the main reasons, according to president of the Akron Education Association, Pat Scheip. We're being asked as educators to accept more and more violent language, violent assaults, violent behaviors from our students, and we have had enough. We have had loaded weapons on a regular basis. We have had stabbings in our school. We have violent fights breaking out almost on a daily basis in our school. We have teacher assaults occurring. Teachers have been working under a contract that expired June 30th. We know that if we keep negotiating, we can reach an agreement in the best interests of Akron educators, students, parents, and our community. That's part of a comment from the district's director of communications. In Northeast Ohio, Emma Henderson. To the northwest of Columbus, a Marysville man was sentenced to life in prison for the rape of a child under the age of 10. 42-year-old Jeremy Welch had pleaded guilty last month to rape and illegal use of a minor in nudity-oriented material. That latter charge stems from Welch using a cell phone to record the sexual assault. According to the Union County Prosecutor's Office, the video was discovered by family members and turned over to the Marysville police. A body was found in Lake Erie about five miles northeast of downtown Cleveland early yesterday afternoon. The person who spotted it called police. The Coast Guard was unable to get to the body because of ice on the water, but the fire department was. An investigation is underway. Ohio's minimum wage is about to go up. Right now, minimum wage is $9.30 an hour. January 1st, it goes up to 10.10. Michael Shields is a researcher with a Cleveland-based public policy think tank known as Policy Matters Ohio. Lots of folks will benefit from this. It is important to realize it's an index. Um, it's basically a safeguard against loss of buying power for the lowest paid Ohioans. So it's not going to make them, uh, it's not going to give them a true raise where they're able to buy more. But what it is going to do is protect them against those increases in prices. We've seen really high inflation this year. That's an 8% wage increase equal to the inflation rate. Maybe you've seen the viral video of a woman in Buffalo, Shakira Autry. She took a freezing man into her home during that winter storm recently and pleaded for help on social media. This man is not about to die over here on 111. Y'all need to get this man some help. Well, it was Doug Worthington, a Buffalo native and former defensive end for Ohio State, along with his brother-in-law, who responded. Worthington says... His hands were 
very, very just swollen. You can see the pus underneath him in a couple of different places on his hands. They got the man to the hospital. So when we got him through those sliding doors and they told us to put him in a wheelchair, you know, he was mouthing, thankful and tearing up. It was uh, it was like winning a Rose Bowl. It was like winning against Michigan. It was, it was something that, you know, I will never forget. Worthington was drafted by the Steelers in 2010, but he had limited playing time in the NFL. Tomorrow will be a big day for parties, not just because of New Year's Eve, but because there happens to be a big football game in the evening with Ohio State taking on Georgia in the college football playoffs. Franklin County Sheriff Dallas Baldwin says stay off the roads if you're going to drink. Even if you're lucky and you're not involved in an accident, if you get pulled over and you get arrested, you're in for a very expensive time and legal process just for drinking and driving. It isn't worth it at all. The state patrol will have more troopers than usual on the roads tomorrow. As for that game tomorrow night, here's ONN's Dave Holmes. Hello from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, site of the Peach Bowl and the college football semifinal between the Ohio State Buckeyes and the top-ranked Georgia Bulldogs. You know, it's not often the Ohio State Buckeyes are underdogs in a game, but when they have been, they've been quite successful, especially when it comes to championships. You go back to 2002, you go back to 2014. When people doubted the Buckeyes, they somehow rose to the occasion and won it all. Ryan Day is hoping for more of the same this year, and he knows playing Georgia in their own building will be a difficult task. We know what the stadium's going to be like. We know the electricity. We know that, you know, it's going to be heavy. Um, you know, the fans will be, you know, uh, heavily in, in Georgia's favor. It's going to be a loud environment, all those types of things. So um, it's going to be like being on the road. Um, certainly uh, we you know, appreciate all, all the Buckeyes who are going to be at the game and having that presence there, but it, it's going to be that type of feel, and our guys know that. So we've talked about it, and we've prepared for that. The Buckeyes are quite familiar with playing in front of a sea of red, except this time the red will be cheering for the other guys, most likely. We'll find out for sure on New Year's Eve. Good crowd, bad crowd, it doesn't matter. you got to find a way to somehow shock the world and beat the Bulldogs. In Atlanta with the Buckeyes, I'm Dave Holmes. That game starts tomorrow at 8 p.m. The holiday lighting displays end Sunday at the Columbus and Toledo zoos, but they're continuing through January 7th in Cleveland and through the 8th in Cincinnati. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WTOL in Toledo, WKYC in Cleveland, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.